on this episode of the Girl Talk Podcast. When you are in a church community, you are receiving love, but as you said, you're also giving love. You're checking in with people. You have the benefit of spreading the love of Jesus, and boy, that'll make it a good day. Mm-hmm. Hello there. You are listening to the Girl Talk Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. I'm Trisha. And we're so glad you are here today. We're going to dive into a sensitive subject today. Um, considering what we've been through in the last couple of years. We're going to talk about why people are leaving the church. So as we start here, what do you guys think is the reason people are leaving church? I don't think they're getting at church what they used to get at church. Mm. And with the invent of the um, Internet, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you can get all kinds of great church on the Internet. Yes. Mm -hmm. So why stay? Why stay at church? Mm -hmm. If you can get... You know the Greg, the Greg Laurie's of the world, right? As your spiritual advisor, as your right. pastor, um, if you can have friendships and fellowship other places, why stay? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think COVID made it easier to leave the church than ever. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like an open door because a lot of churches went online. Yes. A lot of people watched online. I did that. Our church did that for for a time period, and then when it came time to go back. I understand there are people who have health concerns and they can't go back and be in large crowds. Not uh, That's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about people who never went back just because it became easy not to go back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I think we had an open door, maybe even a, a little bit of an excuse to not gather together. So, yeah. um, sure. I think, I think COVID helped kill um, the cultural Christian. You know, the Ooh. Christian that just mm-hmm. went yeah. to church because it's what they did. Yeah. Right. You know, that they yeah. didn't really um, actually have faith in Jesus. It's just I grew up in the church. And so mm-hmm. I uh, go to church. It's what I do on Sunday mornings. It's right. what I do on Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, I think COVID helped kill that, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. But it does help. It does mean that us as churches need to figure out what the purpose of the church is. Right. And how we can make sure we hold on to people and really disciple them because Mm. that's part of what a church, that's part of what a church is supposed to do. And when all you're doing is, you know, consuming church online, um, you're not getting the fullness of what God created the church to be. Right. Yeah. Mm. Any thoughts on your? Well, my, my thought on that is, is very similar um, I do agree with you that people that were just coming because that was the thing they were supposed to do aren't coming now. But I also think even some who would consider themselves to be strong Christians are struggling to see the need of it. Mm-hmm. Mm. They're just they're not seeing the need for walking into the building. And I think that is kind of what you were saying, but even just making sure that people see the need of being in the building with the other people present, uh, I think is one way to sort of understand it. So I I agree with you, but I, it, this this boggles my mind and, and it doesn't take much to boggle my mind. But But what we say we want and need is what the church offers, but we don't go back to it. So here's what I mean by that. You know, you watch church online and I don't know about you guys. I enjoyed watching church online in my pajamas and making my own coffee at home. I Mm -hmm. did. But when it came time to go back, I was ready. 
Like I was, I needed to be in the same room with other believers and in community with other people. And so I think we've created this, this environment where we make church accessible for a lot of people and that is good. But at the same time, it is not the full church experience. What you said, you know, we are the body. Imagine lopping off your arm for, for one day or for one week or for one year and just living life with one arm. You'd have to make major adjustments. It would be super inconvenient. There would be things that you could not do before that you could do with both arms. Same principle. Like, I, it, it just kills me because I think we have everybody saying, oh, I want to connect. I want, I need a community. I need, you know, accountability. All these things that we're begging for are things that we find at church and we've abandoned that. Mm -hmm. And so I think I just want to shake us sometimes. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I I saw a recent um, article by Barna Research. Mm -hmm. So Barna does this incredible amount of research about, about the church, about Church habits, habits. They, yeah. I mean, they research a whole lot of things. Yeah. Um. But they're they and they're really one of the wild, the most wildly accept, um, respected research agencies out there. So one of the things they recently, um, did a study on was why people leave the church mm-hmm. and this whole group of people who had left the church and what kind of is their common denominator or common things that they think. And one of the things that they found in this is that most of the people who left the church had said that. For them, their faith is deeply personal, that they don't feel an obligation to talk about their faith. They don't feel an obligation Mm. to share their faith. They don't feel an obligation to tell other people about Jesus. And so for them, they can find what they consider to be their, uh, the expression of their faith, their religious practices outside the church because for them it's all internal but that's not biblical I, I, totally agreed totally agree so i i mean i love that you use the word religious because i think that's what it is mm-hmm. it's religious mm-hmm. but it's not faith i think there can be two different um religion you know it, religious their religious practice for lack of a better term there is deeply personal and you know there was a time in my life where I would say I didn't feel 100% comfortable in sharing my faith um and and there's still situations today I don't feel 100% mm. comfortable but I know that I'm I am man uh, that, that God has commanded me to do that and so I get uncomfortable sometimes mm-hmm. and and but doggone it I, I just that frustrates me because I'm like that right and that's the whole point of the body of believers right is that we're called to be in community with each other yeah that we're to share our faith out loud our struggles out loud mm-hmm. and that's the in my opinion that's one of the best things the church mm-hmm. can do right now the church was built to be a place where uh, believers and non-believers both mm-hmm. could go have struggle out loud with each other, celebrate out loud with each other and really dig deep into what is this Christian faith all about? Mm. I think what you're doing right now is very helpful, which is helping to target why we need to go. We need, we, and the Bible says it, that's number one, of course, Mm -hmm. but I'm thinking about when do I want to make a change in my life? Maybe I want to start exercise. What, the way I do that is by clarifying the rewards of it. 
because once I understand the benefit of doing it, I'm going to do it more. Mm -hmm. So the benefits of going to church are huge, but everybody has to figure them out on their own. For me, for example, the difference between the worship part of the church service in my basement watching the TV versus in the sanctuary Mm. with the whole room and everybody else there worshiping was so huge. It's tangible, the Mm. power Mm. that you feel being with other believers all together, worshiping God and God is in the presence. God's in the presence there in the basement as well. But the, the sense of his presence is so powerful. It brings me to tears almost every single Sunday Mm -hmm. and the ability to hear what the pastor is saying is so much better when I'm in the service and I'm not drinking my coffee or having my breakfast or petting the dog or any of those external things, I can focus on what he's saying. And so for me, I really did kind of struggle to go back to the church building. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Our church, big, you got to park far away, long situation. There's, there, I mean, you're there all day. And so I was like, oh, do I really want to go back when I can listen to it in my basement once I went back yeah. and remembered what the experience was like, then I wanted to go back again and again and again. But mm-hmm. I think really hammering in on what is the benefit of it? What does it what's the difference between going and not going will help people come back? Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I think like you said that the power of being in a room with other believers mm-hmm. is tangible. Yeah. yeah. You can when you when you can feel that collective spirit, mm-hmm. um, it, it, you can almost touch and feel his presence. And that, yeah, that's real worship. Well, and I will say this, if you are, are one of those, and I don't want you to hear this as condemnation at all, but I want you to hear this, that the people in your local body of believers are missing what you have to offer when you stay at home. Agree. Oh, that's a good that's a good way of looking right. at it, and it's true. Like I, there are things that you can do that you God, matter. yeah, mm-hmm. you matter, and mm-hmm. and the input that you have, the the connections that you make, the um, gifts that you have were meant to serve the body of Christ, and if you're not there, that's missing. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's another thing that we need because in our consumer society we always think about what's it what's in it for me what's yeah. in it for me what's in it for me but i think that we need to be honest about hey when you're not in a local body of believers then they are missing what you, you what you're yeah. gifted to do mm-hmm. so now true. i want us to turn a corner here and cuz i know we've been a little bit focused in on covid and how that changed church for everybody but i want to kind of shift gears here and and talk to another segment of people who would say I was hurt by the church, so I'm out. Yeah. And um, I, I, I want to speak to you tenderly because I know what that feels like. But here's the thing. Friend, I don't want you to miss Jesus because of people. Because the truth of the matter is people are always going to let you down. Because we're human and we're sinful. And um, we are so prone to chase our own desires instead of to chase after the kingdom of God. But here's the, the the same body that hurt you is the, the same body that can heal you. God can heal you, of course, you know, but but in fellowship with other people, um, we need to understand that to miss Jesus because somebody hurt your feelings or, you know, somebody hurt you, 
that is, oh, well, that, that's heartbreaking for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, and to the believer right, who is in the church, who um, is the one hurting other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not intentional. Right. But watch it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this is the reason why a lot of people turn their back on the church forever. Yeah. And they never come back because they were deeply wounded by mm-hmm. someone who said something ugly about them mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Um, intentionally shunned them or made them feel like their sin was too big too great. Yeah. to for God to forgive yeah. and for them to be welcome in the church. And we need churches to be a yeah. place where everyone is welcome, right. mm-hmm. where you walk in sick and broken and in need of a savior and you find that yeah. and you find a, a, a group of believers who will also walk you hand in hand to the healer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 There's only one hero mm-hmm. and that's who we're all worshiping in church. And I think when I, think about how people are thinking about me like I want to look like I have it all together I am not getting the most from the church experience I am there to worship God I'm there to connect with Jesus and the Holy Spirit and I I need to just not think about you know what I look like or whatever you know putting on the brave face at church doesn't help anybody and then also if you've been hurt at church and I have too Mm. I had to go back and think well what am I expecting When I walk in the door, if I'm expecting that people are going to come over, hug me, sit me down, make me feel comfortable, that may happen, but it might not. But if it doesn't happen, you can still get what you need from God in that church service. And so having a realistic expectation, I hope. I hope that when someone walks in the doors of our church, they feel welcome. Mm. Someone greets them. Someone sits them down. But if they don't, that doesn't mean that you can't connect and hear from God yeah. in that experience. I, I tried playing pickleball the other day. Mm-hmm. And I've never played pickleball, really. So mm-hmm. I went to this drop-in thing. And I was expecting people to be like, hey, come on over. Well, we'll let you play here. And well, the games are all going on. I'm standing there. Nobody's doing anything. And I'm like, uh, hello. And anyway, long story short, I was kind of offended because nobody welcomed me. Yeah. But then I thought to myself, I need to just know that that's what's happening. They're already playing their game and I'm just going to go over there and I'm going to say, hey, I'd like to play too. I'm going to put my foot forward and and take advantage of, of being there. But the the point of it is... People aren't always going to do the things that we hope that they're going to do. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't take away from the fact that Jesus loves you and wants you in that service. God is going to speak to you and all of those things. So I had to just clarify yeah. my expectations before. Such a good point. And if we go into it, it with our expectations firmly fixed on God instead of yeah. man, yes. I think that 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 will cure everything that we are are our expectations are off yes. on, you know. Um, but I, I, I hear that so much and, you know, I, I don't want to step into this too far, but I will say this. I think we've seen things like anxiety and depression and isolation and all those things, um, especially in our culture right now, they are on the rise and I can't help but think that that might be one of the reasons that we aren't connecting with people anymore. We aren't living life in real life. 
we're behind screens so much and we need to connect with other people because whatever we drag out into the light loses its power. Mm. And if if the enemy can keep us isolated and on our own, all those things are going to skyrocket. Mm. But God, in his mercy, provided us one another to walk through those things with. I mean, I, I think about and I could not have gone through what I have been through in the last couple of years and losing my dad without a community of believers around me, you know, and it wasn't just about food. (laughs) They did bring food, but it's been more about, um, I have two friends in particular who, who both lost parents, um, ahead of me, one with a situation very similar to mine. And, um, they have like lovingly along the way, like checked on me and said, Hey, how are you feeling? And when I say it, I know that they understand what I'm talking about. I have other close friends who has, haven't lost parents. And when they talk to me, it it's feels a little awkward because I'm trying to explain what that's like to them. And that God has, in his graciousness, surrounded me with people who have been there, who understand. And that, to me, is a great benefit of living in community with other people, is that not only are people there for you when you struggle, but you've been through some stuff in your life, too. And you can kind of be a person that says, hey, come on, keep going, keep going. I know it doesn't look like it now, but you're going to make it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those kinds of things I think we so totally miss. And and I just I, I can't help but feel like part of the burden of the mental health crisis in our country. <laughs> so do I go so far as to say this in our country is because we as believers are not connecting with other believers and unbelievers to let them know where our hope comes from. Right. Yeah, it's true. Agreed. Yeah. Now, are medicines a great thing? Absolutely. And if you need them, take them. But I will say that just medicines alone aren't going to fill the void in your life. It's going to take that connection in real life. Yeah. And it's our obligation and our privilege to get to look across somebody else, make real eye contact with them and say, how are you? Mm -hmm. And to really listen to somebody and that... As believers and as church members, mm-hmm. when somebody comes for the first time or comes for the 10th time or for the 100th time, being able to really look at them and say, I see you, mm-hmm. I know you, I love you, I appreciate you, and um, I care about you. Right. I want to know, are you really okay? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. They're talking about, I, I love the fact that so many of us are looking for our purpose. What am I supposed to be doing? God, I don't have any opportunity to do anything for you. Sometimes I I have said that. Sometimes I have heard that from other friends. When you are in a church community, you are receiving love. But as you said, you're also giving love. You're checking in with people. You've both mentioned that the benefit of community and you do have something to give. And when you go into that church experience, your Sunday school class, your connect group or sitting there in the sanctuary with someone else, you have the benefit of spreading the love of Jesus. And boy, that'll make it a good day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we talk for just a second about one of the other things that I think is a real problem in some of our churches and why people are leaving? Um, the same Barna research study that mm-hmm. I uh, just referenced also talked about how a lot of those people who had left the church also did not see or feel the distinction between Christianity and other religions. Ooh. That there was a whole lot of 
weak theology in mm-hmm. churches mm-hmm. that led churchgoers to believe that there are many ways to God. Yeah, yeah. That there are lots of good works that you can do that will get you to God. That we mm-hmm. as we have got to have mm-hmm. solid biblical teaching mm-hmm. in our churches. And if you don't have solid biblical teaching in mm-hmm. your church, you need to leave it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. need to find a church that has good Bible believing pastors who are going to point you to the one way to God. And that is Jesus. Jesus says, mm-hmm. I am the way, the truth mm-hmm. and the life. Yep. No one comes to the father except through me. Yep. And if our churches are sliding sideways yep. in that and are afraid from the pulpit to, uh, or from the platform, whatever you have in your mm-hmm. church to hit that head on as a message, people get confused. Yeah. And when they're confused, why did, what value do they see in the church? Right. If there's 150 ways to God. Yep. Yep. It's true. It's true. It's weakness. Good point. There's, they sense that weakness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nothing there for them to latch on to. Right. Yeah. So that's why I've got to point them to the truth. That's right yeah, on. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we hope this, uh, this conversation has been a gentle nudge to you if you're not in church. The church needs you and you need the church. It's a essential part of your Christian growth. And so we are praying that you'll find a place where you can serve and grow and connect with like-minded believers. Um, because as I always say, we want you to live the abundant life that Jesus has paid for for you. And uh, we believe that starts right now, today. And so make that step. Be uncomfortable just a little bit. Walk into the church of your choosing, a Bible-believing church, and and know that you are welcome there because you're God's kid. And if you're not, and if you're struggling, we would love to hear for you, hear from you. We would love to pray for you. Yep. You can always email us, girltalk at thelightfm.org. You can get in touch on the Facebook pages. Um, we would love to talk with you. We would love to hear your heart and um, pray for you, most importantly. Um, that is our heart here. We want to see you growing and um, maturing and mentoring. That's part of it, too, going and fulfilling your mission that God has for you. We appreciate you joining us for this edition of the Girl Talk podcast. I want to say thank you to our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee for their support of this podcast. Could not do it without your help. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast.